bought a whole bunch of candy um and convinced hope not to go halloween not to go halloweening not to go trick-or-treating so um (laughs) and then later i saw like the bags and like pillow sacks um and you know all that full of candy on like news feeds and whatever and i felt like wow what a shitty mom choice so next year i'm resolving to not being a shitty halloween parent Okay, but let's not be too hard on ourselves because your counterpart, aka moi, um, really held it down on Saturday. You did. So because the weather wasn't going to be, you know, we knew that yesterday wasn't going to be fantastic and Hope was going to come hang out with me for a bit Saturday evening. I thought, you know what? I don't have any little kids in the house. Um, I've got all these treats and the little treat bags ready to hand out for the kitties around the neighborhood. Um, Samaya's, you know, having friends over. She's she's a bit older, so they'll get dressed up and do their little, um, you know, Halloween get together, watch scary movies or whatever. So Hope and I are going to hang. So I I created Hope's Halloween Hunt. Yes, you did. You like you held down the pre-Halloween festivities. And I think I remember saying a number of times, like, isn't Kelly the best mom ever? <laughs> so thank you for momming for me. <laughs> you, well, you know, and I was saying to Samaya, like I was trying to tell her the reason, because I think sometimes she's in awe. I mean, since I've been in her life, all of the different events. And I, I mean, I did all of these things with the kids pre, you know, even having Samaya in my life. If you recall, you know, when I was in Kitchener with you, and, and I think we had mentioned this before I was the friend that would call the friends with kids and say, Hey, can I have your kids for the weekend? So it's, it's because I enjoy doing it. I am a huge kid alt. Well, bless you and your kid alt ass, because I suck at that part. (laughs) I always have, I've always said like, you know, I'm like, I'm solid. Like I'm a good parent. I, I show up you know, I'm, I'm there, but I'm not like always the most creative and the most fun. And so having somebody like you in my life to really offer that, you know, that creative side has just been such a blessing to me. It just adds, it's just comp. We compliment each other. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, needless to say, um, thought because it was raining the Halloween, you know, maybe there wouldn't be as a lot of kids this year. Um, had put together treat bags because I guess, you know, from what I'm hearing, we live in a neighborhood where, you know, the kids get dropped off and, uh, you know, this is one of those neighborhoods where it's like, oh, we want to go to that neighborhood and get treats, which is a lot of pressure (laughs) for me because like, okay, keeping up with the Joneses, like sometimes I just don't want to. And, you know, handing out full chocolate bars or, or treat bags and stuff, it's a lot of pressure. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm trying to fill that role and I did the treat bags 
and about an hour and a half um, into, you know, the little kitties coming, we ran out, like we were done. And Samaya and I are looking at each other like, oh man, it's really early. <laughs> so we beeline to the grocery store to pick up um, pop, a case of pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were that house as I was rolling up I'm like oh my gosh they're the pop house so like yeah yeah rolling up, they're like sweet crush this is the best right so so as I'm like okay I'm just gonna grab a case of pop because like now you know it's gonna start winding down so case of uh 24 pop and then we also got some juice jammers for like the little, little kids, um, which was fine. And I seen a colleague of mine had posted on social media that he had done the same thing. He had rows and rows of pop. Um, however, he went one step further with his pop. And he said he randomly picked some cans within the bunch and just really, really shook them. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. Putting like a razor blade and can't. No, it's not. <laughs> Anyways, we, we made it through another, um, you know, another uh, festivity together. So, I mean, we're, we're on a roll here. Like, we're doing so well. And I'm so funny because, like, last night you had come for dinner. We did, you know, our Halloween thing or whatever. And literally after you left, the pumpkin decorations were put away. The pumpkins are in the garbage. Anything Halloween related was shut down <laughs> and put away last night. You. I, there's no point in like extending it. It's no better. Uh, you know, That's I right. don't to worry about Halloween too, too much. So um, anyways, thanks again for, for having my back. I appreciate you. I know that all the little kids in the neighborhood appreciate you and, and your crush. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we made it through. So um what I, oh, okay. 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 So for those of you who follow our Instagram, um, hopefully it's all of you, but if it's not get on there at the Kelly and Melly show, um, this weekend we attended, an, we attended an event and during the intermission of the event. And I will say that we were a couple of wines <laughs> in, uh, we went outside for some fresh air, not to smoke ciggies because nobody on this podcast is smoking ciggies anymore. Congratulations. That's right you're totally crushing the non-smoking yep. anyways we're out there and I was doing what I do I was like trying to take but, some but but, but okay. I have to interrupt but I have to interrupt because <laughs> we have to set the scene in case people didn't see it because I know you did a little video but sometimes you know I get we probably have sort of this leader persona like we probably give off this vibe like oh you know like follow those girls like we're gonna go where they're going so we proceeded to go down like all of these stairs. We're like, okay, we want to get downstairs, like to the ground area, wherever the bar is, but let's not, you know, go the typical way that we came up. Let's go this back way. Right. So we're like leading, uh, trendsetters here going down the back alleyway. Right. So we go down these stairs just to come to a door that literally leads to a back alley. And there's a bunch of women following us like, oh, okay, we're going where they're going. And we get to the door and we're like, oh shit. <laughs> we're in this is not downstairs. Yeah. We're in an alley. So they proceeded. I mean, at that point you look back at the stairs to go back up them and it was like, you know what? I think I'll just walk around outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nope, for sure, for sure. So we're outside. I'm recording, trying to get some footage because I mean, once we have a couple of glasses of wine, you know, things get a little bit silly. 
Well, Kelly is out there engaging with the street people, with the with the homeless community, and she's looking for Randy. <laughs> All I can hear is, "Hey, do you know Randy? Do you know Randy? You know, with the jacket and the thing, like Randy." Yeah. I don't know what my deal is. Like, I'm not sure. I think I just feel, you know, like homeless. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know Randy. We're homeless, too. So we actually made um, two new friends, Sheldon and uh, Basil, uh, were their names. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know Randy. But like what they don't realize is that if they run into Randy and say, listen, there's these two hot chicks that were looking for you, Randy. Randy is going to have absolutely no idea. <laughs> He doesn't know the impact that he's made on our lives because we had that, you know, what, two and a half minute interaction with him like a month and a half ago. And we've never seen him again, but we've never stopped talking about him. We've never stopped thinking about him or caring about him. Uh, but yeah, no, he, he has no idea who the fuck we are. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. I mean, the poor soul, like he, he really has made a mark and, but still has no idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. that event was it was epic. Like it was, it was such a good event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was so empowering. I mean, so to give a little bit of background, originally, um, we had purchased a virtual ticket and we, um, you know, as we were getting closer to the event, we were seeing, you know, the people that were going posting, you know, just like, oh, we're so excited. We can't wait to go to this event. And, you know, as it got closer, I reached out to you and said, okay, you know what? Actually, I think I'd like to be there. Like, I'd like to go in person. I think we'll get more, you know, from it if we go in person, but we had this virtual ticket. So uh, you had made the suggestion, well, why don't we do a contest and, you know, just kind of reach out to our best friends um, through social media and, and ask those who would be interested in maybe attending this event virtually to reach out to us and we would do a draw. And we had an over overwhelming amount of people so one I had had a, one ticket and then I had a backup ticket so I went ahead and got the the secondary ticket as well um, but we we put out one of the virtual tickets to one of our best friends and then we reached out to Erica who if you all recall is a super fan Erica's been following us since day one um, huge Kelly Melly advocate and uh, you know because she's been on the journey with us we thought why don't we um, you know gift her uh, the opportunity to attend this event. And it was so inspiring, um, really focusing on, you know, let that shit go. And really just focusing on, you know, we, we tend to pay attention to things that we have no control over, that we can't do anything about. So it's really mastering and learning to just let that shit go, literally. Literally, literally let that shit go. And I think we've talked about this a number of times, but that's something that I'm definitely working on. And I mm -hmm. feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm like intermediate level, let that shit goer at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like not quite an expert. I still do hold on to, you know, a, th a few things here and there, but I'm getting much better. And I think that it's so, is it funny? I don't think it's funny. It's just so interesting that we joined this your way weight loss group. And mm -hmm. to be Really honest with you, the amount of time that I've actually spent focusing on weight loss um, is is a fraction compared to the amount of time and the amount of in information that I've gotten from this group to help mm -hmm. me to focus on just myself. And I just sure. I, I appreciate the the group, the community, and then this event so 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 much. It was just so awesome. They had the Queen of Confidence on there, and she rocked it. 
Um, yes. I, I felt leaving there, I felt exactly how they told me I was going to feel. I felt like a boss ass bitch, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of confidence. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I was a bit tipsy. I probably, <laughs> um, but still felt so energized. I mean, you were just surrounded by so many awesome people and you could just feel like the synergy and the Nina and Erica, the two guest speakers or the speakers at the event um, were, you know, on the big screen. One was coming in, I think from the States. Uh, Nina, I think was located in, where was she? I think she was in Cali. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. And then we know that Erica was based out of Australia. Um, but just the energy, right. was so hype and live and felt so good. So, you know, when we first got there, we were in balcony seats, we sat down in our seats, we had, um, a few great women sitting beside us and along the side, if you can think of a theater and you have your balcony seats, if you think along the sides of the theater, sometimes there's like little, like two seater areas. And I had made a comment and said, oh, those are open. Like, it would be cool if we could have been sitting over there. That would be pretty cool. Anyways, you know, we're going, we're watching the show and we've got these three lovely ladies um, sitting beside us. And um, as we're enjoying the show and like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like, we're in it. Like, like screaming yeah this is awesome and you know really getting into it and then on that um intermission that you were talking about when we came back for round two they were sitting over there okay, but <laughs> here's the thing not only did you have a great idea like oh look at those those beautiful balcony seats they're really they're really great we were also really fucking annoying <laughs> So like, <laughs> I think oh, that it takes a really special person to be able to sit beside us when we're having one of those moments. And so we're in the middle of the show. We're woo, cheering, we're clapping, we're, you know, I am woman, hear me, roar, we're all in. And then all of a sudden I gaze up and I see <laughs> a, a, a mural, Is that, that's yeah. a mural. I see a mural above our heads and it's, you know, like more of like an ancient, like Greek inspired yes. hero. And there's a woman lying there with her bare breasts and nipples out and she's holding a man's head. <laughs> like the guy got decapitated. And so like all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit. So that happens. And then it just, it just went downhill from there. So it's possible that they left because the seats were better, but also because we're fucking annoying. <laughs> well, I, and I really wish like in retrospect, I would have asked because listen like we said oh wouldn't it be so cool to sit in those seats over there and then they went and did it um, I'll show them or like yeah or like actually they had a really great idea and I'm going to really follow what these girls are saying because you know they they seem like you know, they have the ins, maybe we will enjoy our experience more over there. So anyways, it was awesome. It was a super, super cool night. What a great um, opportunity to just get out and be with like-minded people, I think, and just um, see the aftermath too, like everybody posting, you know, what their experience was of the night and, you know, what, what, what they got from it. It's, it's really a great community to be a part of, to be honest. Yeah. And kudos to, to Jose and Alicia. Um, Oh yeah. 
they honestly like they are crushing it we yes. talked so much about them on the, this pod and, and it has everything to do with the, the level of inspiration that I think we both receive from them on a day-to-day basis like they're just and, and they don't know who we are I mean we see them in meetings and whatever but like they wouldn't know who we are but we're just in awe of their ability to really captivate um, a crowd of women and share their message and keep it real. And so we are, I think it's possible that we might be super fans of, of Jose and of them. Yeah. Well, and I feel, you know, it's so interesting because we started this journey with the pod just simply because, you know, with COVID and, and we didn't really have that connection with each other and, you know, what can we do creatively, um, you know, and it's, it's gotten to sort of this point and, you know, sort of, us looking at how do we go next level and how are we going to evolve it and those types of things that you want to look forward to in the future. But I mean, it all starts somewhere. And that's what was with Jose and Alicia. I mean, they started this program. They just celebrated 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And right. So they've really evolved it 10 years and you can see like just their transformation. You can see the journey that they went through. Um, And I'm super excited to be on the journey with them, but not only, you know, to kind of follow their journey and be a part of it, but to be on this journey with you Mm -hmm. and to see how it transforms and helps to shape us. Um, you know, as we continue to grow and evolve together and, you know, what does the next steps look like for us and our pod and et cetera. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to say that, <laughs> so I threw it, et cetera, because I was like, oh my God, I keep talking and I can't, I'm going to lose my breath. Okay. So I wanted to say like, take a breath, like take Ooh. a breath, Kelly, like it's not the mm-hmm. Kelly show, it's the Kelly and Melly show yes. uh, here for you girl. But then also like at the beginning of one of my statements that I recently made, like between two and five minutes ago, whenever you started talking, <laughs> I mentioned like, oh, you know, like the, the actual like weight loss part is just like a fraction of it because like actually over the past seven days, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, dating. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been rocking, you know, my, my food choices. And so um, I just wanted to throw that out there that like, yeah, they're, they're inspiring me to be a great human and they're inspiring me to like, at least think about my food choices. But like, ultimately I find, I hear this often, like, you know, you like when you're thinking like, oh, okay, well, like what, what triggers you and what, what, what are you thinking about before you go and grab five mini chocolate bars at mm-hmm. 1230 in the morning, 1230 AM. And mm-hmm. the problem for me is that I'm not thinking. I just, no. like, I don't think, hmm, I'm going to go get a chocolate bar. I just go get the chocolate bar. So mm-hmm. I have to figure out how to make myself think. <laughs> like, I got to think <laughs> thoughts, but I need to have them first. So, I well, know. and I want to, I want to just kind of um, chime in here a little bit because I, there's a couple things, two parts to this. So um, for the actual event that we were going to for your way weight loss, I had posted, I think it was on Thursday night, um, two outfits that I had picked out and there was a red outfit and there was a black outfit and it was unanimous. Okay. Like everybody voted where the red outfit. Um, so granted, you know, I, in that moment that I had taken the picture and, and I'm just trying to be as authentic and transparent because I'm, I want to trust other people are probably feeling this way too. Um, you know, I, I took the picture and I'm like, okay, okay. Like I feel, I feel pretty good. And then, you know, the day of the event. So, so Friday comes, you came to the house. I was in the red outfit. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you're my witness. I was wearing it. I was in the red outfit, but I wasn't feeling it. It just wasn't, I wasn't in the right mindset. I wasn't feeling good about myself. Um, I just came back from being on vacation for the last week, being home, maybe didn't make the best food choices as well. And I just wasn't feeling the outfit. And I, I, you know, okay, no, I'm going to change. And you've seen sort of my demeanor and everything change about me. Um, when I changed into, you know, the black outfit with the, with the orange jacket. And I think that's what a really important thing too. I think it's really important to point out, like, how do you feel? Yeah. Right. So it's not always about like, okay, you from the outside looking from the outside, someone might look at me and say like, wow, you look really amazing. Like, you know, you've got curves and everything looks really good, but I wasn't feeling comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. And I think that that's really important. It's so important to feel comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and in your own brain. Yes. And yes. sometimes we go through things that make us feel really uncomfortable in our own skin and brains. <laughs> Agreed. And sometimes, you know, these things have us questioning like our authenticity. Do you see what yes. I'm doing here? Like I'm saying, I, am, I, I actually, I actually had brought this up. I, I, I don't know if you noticed. I mean, this is how connected we are. I had sort of brought up the red and black outfit and, you know, kind of you don't want to be unauthentic or be fake. You want to be real. Right. Like not an imposter because we don't want to be an imposter. And sometimes even in my own skin, like sometimes I'll take a picture. Okay. Honestly, tell me if this is how I know this has happened to all of our besties. Okay. So, okay. Social media is a huge sham. It's full of like all the best things in the world you know, the Mm -hmm. best pictures, the best angles. And we know, we know, we know you take 200 pictures to get that perfect picture. And then you post it up and everybody tells you how beautiful you are. But like in the back of your mind, you know, it took 200 fucking shots to get there. Right. (laughs) And so like, my question to you is, do you ever take a picture and think, damn, like that, I am not that pretty. Like that picture, like I I feel like I'm putting up a fake picture of myself. Like I'm an imposter. Do you ever feel that way? Yes, I I feel that way a lot of the time. And especially now, I think even with the transition of working from home and staring at myself on video all the time and, you know, just this constant, like, microscopic view of like zoning in on everything me, me, me. Um, it, it can be very overwhelming at times. It absolutely can. So my advice, cause I have advice, um, to our besties and I'm trying really hard to embrace this. Okay. I'm, I, I still use a filter like sometimes, but I try to use as natural as I can. And it's funny because what is natural and looks natural to me, you hate my filter. So whenever I use my filter, you're like, Oh, I fucking hate your filter, but I think that it's great. So anyways, um, sometimes like I'll send pictures, like whatever selfies back and forth with like, you know, my besties or whatever. So I'm trying to just like embrace it and be like, okay, I'm taking a picture. I'm sending it. Like, I'm not going to take 15, you know, obviously if I'm sending a picture to my best friends, they already know what I look like. So it's not like I'm going to be pulling one over on them. Like they already, you know, know. So just like take, you know, maybe instead of taking 200 shots, like take five, pick the best one and slap it up there. And, you know, just know that you're good enough. So that's, 
so that's, um, you know, the imposter syndrome when you're talking about like, you know, kind of presenting yourself and, and the filters and those types of things. But um, this can also translate into, you know, how you feel about yourself at work, how you feel about yourself in your relationship. I mean, a lot of studies have been done that this is a real thing where people just don't feel, you know, qualified or they don't feel good enough or they don't feel like, you know, that they're they're deserving to be maybe in the job or the role that they're in. And it really just is interesting to me, like how powerful the mind is, right? You could have all the qualifications, you could be more than capable um, of doing the job, but that self-doubt and, and, you know, we often heard growing up, fake it till you make it. Um, but then how does that translate into our minds, right? Like, okay, so I'm, I'm going in, I'm giving it my all, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Um, and then along the way, along that journey, you're feeling like an imposter, like, should I really be here? Well, it's so interesting that you mentioned this, mostly because we talked about talking about this on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, but recently, you know, as I went through the journey of, of kind of considering other roles and, and things of that nature, you know, I, I went through that myself. And I, you know, do I really know who I am and what I can do? And, you know, is it possible that I've just been pulling the wool over everybody's eyes for the past, you know, hundred years? Um, and, and it was a friend of mine, my, actually my sister-in-law-to-be who mentioned to me imposter syndrome and I read it, uh, like the definition. And really it is, it, it typically impacts people who um, are high achievers. Mm -hmm. And um, when presented with a new opportunity or a new role, um, or even just with accolades, they have a hard time really understanding, admitting and believing that they are as qualified and are as deserving um, as, you know, as they appear to be or as, you know, everybody else thinks they are. So it's an interesting phenomenon. And um, at the risk of, you know, talking too long and taking up too much airspace, I wanted to mention that one of our other friends um, exhibited imposter syndrome recently as it relates to body image so we can talk about our work we can talk about our family life but like I, I've okay so I've struggled with I guess like you know my weight over the years but my struggle I shouldn't say but and my struggle has often been minimized by other people right because you know maybe I'm not you know starting from you know this super huge place or whatever but I've heard people say that no matter how much weight that they lose they always see themselves as the big girl or the big guy in the mirror. Have you heard this? Of yes, of course. Yeah. And so recently we were with one of our friends and she, she's had a massive transformation. Like she is hot, like a pepper. Like she is so, she looks so great. She's so healthy. She's so committed, but she sees herself totally different, totally different than anybody else would see her. And it just, to me, it's like, wow, like you can do, you can put in all the work and you can do all the right things. But unless you totally buy into it and totally see yourself, you're always going to be, you know, the underqualified, the, you know, fake it till you make her, fake it till you make it her, um, or, you know, the fat girl in the mirror. And, and, and that's devastating. So, um, well, it's, it's hard because you don't, you know, if somebody, so say, you know, in, in that respect, you've, you've done the work, you've worked really hard, you know, you've lost a ton of weight, you feel great, you feel confident, but there's this voice or there's these times where if someone comes to you and says like, wow, you look really great being able to accept that compliment, yeah. right? Because you're, you're doubting and thinking to yourself like, oh my goodness, you know, like I don't necessarily see myself that way. And do I accept this compliment? Like, 
that it, that takes skill too, right? Sometimes we have to learn just to say thank you. Or yeah. if you're in a job that someone's saying, wow, you know, like you've really, you coming into this role, like you've totally changed the dynamic. You feel like an imposter, but other people, like the feedback you're getting from them is really, um, you know, they're receptive and they're enjoying their experience with you and just being able to get into your own comfort zone that you are deserving yeah, of no, that recognition. And funny that you mentioned the compliment piece, because this was something that um, growing up, I always had a really difficult time accepting compliments. Mm -hmm. And um, and so people would say like, oh, you know, you you look great or you're pretty or whatever the compliment was. And I'd be like, oh, no, like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yes. Right. But mm -hmm. as a woman who is really trying to embrace, you know, my journey and really focus on like, you know, just, you know, having my own back and being my own. What did they say? Your own hype girl, like being yeah. my own best friend. You know, yes. when I get a compliment, a compliment now, I say thank you. And the first couple of times that that happened and coming from sort of a toxic environment where I didn't necessarily feel at my best all the time, uh, the first couple of times that, you know, somebody said like, hey, you know, you're really pretty or, you know, you're whatever. I'm trying, I can't, I can't think of the things. Um, mm -hmm. Or maybe I kind of just don't want to say them. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so I've got a lot of work to do. Um, but I, I've practiced saying thank you. And mm -hmm. it now I now feel a lot more comfortable receiving the compliment because I am deserving and so are you. And so is everybody else. If somebody tells you you look great, thank you. Yeah, just a thank you. And, you know, like, again, imposter syndrome is real. Um, and it's just us, again, having that positive self-talk with ourselves that, you know, I know you feel like maybe you're not worthy or maybe you feel that you're, but, you know, if you, you're in the job, if you're crushing it, and I really think the title of this pod needs to be crushing it because we both said it um, quite a few times. If you're crushing it, if you're, um, you know, doing well on your weight loss journey or just on your, you know, self evolution journey and, and feeling good, like just, you know, embrace that feeling it's okay. And even if others like inside you might have self-doubt, you know, that others don't really see, try to really work through that to, until you get to a place where it becomes authentic. And I, I want to kind of pivot now to another topic, because we're talking a lot about deserving um, and, you know, just recognition and um, <laughs> accepting, you know, certain things. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. Oh, no, I, I, I'm following, I'm following your path. And, and that's why, you know, when you said, oh, that maybe the, the title of this pod should be crushing it. I actually believe that the title of this pod should be just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Because here on the contrary, where you have imposter syndrome and it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm deserving. Okay. Then there's like the other side of that, where you could go to an establishment. And I, we learned this when I went out with Lisa, did not realize that this is what had happened. Um, okay. So we went to this establishment. We told you all about it. It was so much fun. We had a great night. We felt like we might've transported into Cuba only to come to find out a few days later that the gratuity, the tip is already included in the bill. So if you don't know that an 18% tip is already included in the bill, you are going to pay that and add an additional tip. And that is exactly what happened to us. So okay. we didn't realize. <laughs> the, the whole concept of tipping, okay, listen. Like I, I believe that tipping it should be voluntary and it yes. should be based on the level of service that you get. 
right? And so if I go to a restaurant and they automatically assume that I'm going to be 18% happy um, yes. with the service, the food, the ambiance, the atmosphere, the whatever, like, I think that that's kind of a dick move because like now you're, in, you're, you're forcing me to, before I've even had the experience, you're forcing me to pay 18%. Right, right. It was like, hey, you did a really great job and here's a tip. Yes, yes, absolutely. I absolutely agree. And the reality is, I mean, like, okay, so we owned it. We had been drinking. We were having a really great night. And I, you know, we we tipped her very well on top of the 18% that was added because we didn't realize that there was 18% added already right so we did feel like she was deserving however the fact that we didn't know that it was already included sort of left you know that alone left a bad taste in our mouth after the fact it granted feels like maybe stealing. like it feels like yeah. it feels like stealing i think listen if you're going to include the tip in the price because listen i'm sure there are some people out there who are total assholes and regardless of the level of service that they receive they don't believe that they need to tip they believe mm-hmm. that that's the restaurants or whatever establishment you're at their responsibility to pay their staff i've heard this um and so if you're going to include the tip no yeah, problem yeah. but when you come out with the debit machine the credit machine whatever be like hey you know here's the thing just so you know like gratuity's already been included in the price. That that's way right. it's not like you're not you're not stealing because you're dude that that is theft. I think that you they they stole money from you. Well, and and you know, when I was telling my mom, she actually <laughs> she actually went as far to say, "Oh, I would go back. Like I would go today and I would say <laughs> actually when I was here Friday, like I tipped X amount you already included 18%. So this person got a significant amount of money from us. Yeah. So I'm not going to go back and say anything. Just now we know, um, you know, now we know for future, right? Yeah. So. so, I mean, if there are any restaurant or again, like service providers listening to this pod, like, just be honest, like, listen, like most people will pay you the tip. Like most people will reward you or your staff or what, whatever, based on a job well done uh, but have you ever like have you ever had really shitty service and just like not left a tip yes I have in the past I have I have um, I remember once leaving like back when pennies were a thing I remember once leaving like five pennies because this lady I can't even remember the circumstances but she was just like a super 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 awful human and I just hated her guts like she was just so terrible and I thought you know if I don't leave a tip then she might think I forgot but if I leave these five pennies like they basically just tell her to go fuck herself <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't do that now though I just yeah. I just I hear you. Anyways, um, something to sort of watch for. Uh, I've never even really, I don't think I've ever had that experience where gratuity was already um, put into the bill. I, I don't know that I've ever had that, but, you know, just a heads up to others to sort of um, keep a, keep an eye for that. Yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. I do see it every once in a while when I look at like event contracts and stuff, their work, like they'll include gratuities. And it's, mm. it's unfortunate because, well, I mean, whatever, is it unfortunate? I don't know. They, they include the gratuities in the overall contract amount. And then, you know, your employees go and they buy like booze or whatever. And of course they're tipping as well. So, I mean, I guess there's a winner and a loser in every, in every situation. Mm. Um, and whatever, right? The servers have to win sometimes, I suppose, especially after the pandemic and all the other stuff. So 
Um, great discussion with you today. I love um, you know, us making the time to jump on and have these conversations. I think some of these topics are like hot topics that you know we need to circle back and kind of keep sort of you know um, going in more to some of the content. Sometimes I find, you know, we'll we'll be going fairly quickly and maybe not dive into it as much as we'd like to, but just to kind of scrape the surface and, and keep it there as something to maybe bring up again in the future, such as, you know, the imposter discussion. I think yeah. there's a lot of layers that we could really pull back on that. So something we can, you know, come back to in the future. Yeah, I think that you're absolutely correct. As always, I love connecting with you on this pod and every other day that we spend together, which is every every day, day. Uh, <laughs> thank you for providing me with you know a warm home to eat dinner in you know when things get cold at Chateau Bouget mm -hmm. uh, I'm very hopeful that my house will eventually make it onto the market and uh, and will sell and then you know like maybe there'll be a house here for purchase and I can you know just move forward but in the meantime everything yes. that you do for me is is 100 percent appreciated and if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're cold or thirsty like holla at your girl i got you got you <laughs> got you and on that note i'm going to um c dot dot t <laughs> <laughs> see you next tuesday of course yeah. that's what you mean yeah. right c dot dot yeah. t C dot dot T. That's what I meant. Okay. Well, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> love you so much. And I love all of our listeners. Thanks for listening, guys. Erica, reach out to us. Let us know how you felt about the event Friday night. We absolutely love that um, we were able to give that to you. And uh, stay tuned, guys. I mean, it's just the beginning. And we're continuing on this journey. And I, I, I feel pretty good that we're just going to get better and better and better. Wow, I really feel like you totally hogged the wrap up too. Like right, today, right. Was, today was like a really, I think a great opportunity for you to reflect um, yeah. on like, you know, just sharing, sharing the spotlight a little bit. Um, I love you guys too. I hope you have a great day and um, we'll see you next Tuesday. C dot dot T. I'm out. T. Bye. Bye.